Welcome to the sermon podcast for Pleasant Hill Baptist Church in Central South Carolina. We thank you for taking the time to listen to this message from the Word of God, and we pray that God will both bless you and speak to you as you listen and apply His Word to your life. Turn in your Bible to the book of Ruth. Ruth chapter 4, as we are going to finish our thoughts, not God's thoughts, perhaps we can read it again and God may show us something else, but we're going to begin this last section in the book of Ruth, chapter 4, and I'm entitling this, Ruth and Obed, the Blessings of Redemption. Last week, this is part 2 of chapter 4, last week we had looked at Jesus and Boaz the kinsmen redeemers, and tonight, again, we look at Ruth and Obed, the blessings of redemption. You know, as we turn to this final page of this book of Ruth, and we continue to find the story of redemption as a picture of the coming Messiah uh, of Jesus Christ, and we are going to look one more time in this passage and read God's Word and let God's Word soak in and speak to us. And so in chapter 4 of book of Ruth, beginning in verse 11, you read along with me. And all the people that were in the gate. Now, let me just stop right there. Boaz has gone to the city gate. Boaz has had a conversation with the, the nearer kinsman and asked him if he would redeem Ruth and the uh, property of Elimelech, and he had said no. And so now Boaz, it says, before this man and before the people in the gates of the city, the, the elders of the city, that he would redeem the property of Elimelech along with Naomi and Ruth, and that was going to be a finished transaction. That's where we were last week. And so therefore all the people that were in the gate and the elders said, We are witnesses. The Lord make the woman that is come into thine house like Rachel and like Leah, which too did build the house of Israel, and do thou worthily in Ephrathah, and be famous in Bethlehem. And let thy house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bare unto Judah, of the seed which the Lord shall give thee of this young woman. So Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife, and when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception, and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel. Talking about this baby, Obed. And he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thine old age. For thy daughter-in-law, which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons, hath borne him. And Naomi took the child and laid it in her bosom and became nurse unto it. And the women, her neighbors, gave it names, saying, There is a son born to Naomi, and they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Now these are the generations of Perez. Perez begat Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram, and Ram begat Amminadab, and Amminadab begat Nashon, and Nashon begat Salmon, and Salmon begat Boaz, and Boaz begat Obed, and Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David. 
Oh, listen, this beautiful story of redemption, the story of love, a story of grace, a story for the ages is coming now to an end. And Boaz is marrying Ruth, or marries Ruth, and then they have a child named Obed. And we'll see, as we've already read, just exactly who Obed was. But I want you to see, in the picture of Ruth and Obed, I want you to see uh, this the blessings of redemption. You know, last week we saw the meaning of redemption, and we saw the marks of redemption, and we saw the method of redemption. Tonight I want you to see the blessings of redemption in this picture. As we've been looking, this is a picture of the coming Christ, the coming Messiah, and how he would redeem you and me, the all who would be saved, the church as it were. And this is a picture, Ruth being a picture of the church, Boaz being a picture of the Messiah, and we see this one more time in this section. I want you to see in Ruth a wonderful change. Now remember, Ruth pictures the church, pictures, again, not the church building, the church people. That is the church, the believers, those who have put their faith in Christ. And we are seen in Ruth. And I want you to see this wonderful change that through redemption took place and how we're going to see that same change is available for us. So I want you to see, first of all, I want you to see what she was or who she was. Who she was before she was redeemed. Let's go back and we'll see that she was a stranger. She was up from the land of Moab. She was a foreigner. The, the, the country of Moab was the enemy of Israel. Uh, the country of Moab was one of the uh, countries that God had said in the law, don't take your sons and daughters, or don't take of the women of Moab. And of course, Elimelech's son did. He said, well, now isn't Boaz doing that? Well, now she has made herself an Israelite through claiming God as her own. So I don't think we're seeing a violation here. And clearly it was not because God used Boaz and Ruth in the story of salvation. But she was a stranger, a foreigner. She was on the outside looking in. She was a widow. She was a nobody. That's what she was. That's who she was. She was poor. She had no money of her own. She had to glean in the fields. She had nothing. Her and Naomi had no uh, wealth whatsoever. They could not redeem themselves. She was helpless to redeem herself. She was helpless to do anything about the situation whatsoever. And she was hopeless. She would never have a chance to redeem herself. She would never have a chance to really better, better her situation in the standing in Israel. None whatsoever. That's who she was. That's what she was. But I want you to see when she, what she became or who she was once she was redeemed, who she became. Number one, she became family. She was married and now being married, she's no longer lonely. She's no longer a widow. She's no longer uh, 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 on the outside looking in. She is family. She has been brought in to the family. Number two, she's a believer. Now, we saw already that she had put her faith in God, but she is 
a believer now. She no longer is a, a, a stranger. She no longer is a foreigner. She's no longer a heathen. She was a heathen in the land of Moab, but now she is a believer in the God of Israel. And so therefore, she, uh, she's family. She's a believer in the one true God. She's a bride. She's a bride. She is getting married to Boaz. And she, therefore, is no longer a widow. She is now a bride, and she is now married. And in doing so, watch this now, she is an heir. She's a joint heir. Her and Naomi both, and, the, and eventually the Ruth's child Obed, become heirs of Boaz. What is his becomes hers. Uh, all that he has is going to be passed down to future generations. The riches, the wealth, all of it. She became somebody because of Boaz. Because of Boaz. That's important that we see that. She was a nobody. She was a nothing. In that world, in that day, I know today, listen, rightfully so, women have, an, have, an, have equal rights, and they should. But in that day, a woman did not. And in that day, a Woman of Moab in the land of Israel certainly would not. She was a nothing. She was a widow. She was uh, uh, lonely. She went with Naomi. She joined herself to Israel so she could have somebody, and she got far more than she bargained. And by the way, that's true. When you get saved, when you turn your faith and your eyes and you give your heart to Jesus Christ and you give your heart to God and you repent of sin and he washes you white as snow, you get far more than you bargained. Do you hear me? When you put your faith in God and you become a follower of Jesus Christ, you get far more than you bargained or you realized you were getting. And she got far more than she realized when she joined herself to Naomi and went back to Bethlehem. So not only was she family and a believer and a bride and an heir, but also she became blessed. She was cursed. She was cursed in the fact that she was from Moab, a foreign nation on the outside looking in. She was cursed because her husband had died. She was cursed because she was childless. She was cursed. But now she becomes blessed. Not just because she's joined herself to the God of the Bible, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Not just because she's chosen Boaz to be her husband. Not just because she showed kindness to Naomi, but because she's being blessed by others. She was blessed by God, but she's also blessed by others. They say, may she become like Rachel and Leah. Now, we don't necessarily catch all of what that means, but the rest of it kind of gives us a little help. And if we know our Bible history, we certainly can pick up on some of this. Leah and, and Rachel were responsible for eight of the children of Jacob. And therefore, they were builders of the nation of Israel, being eight of the tribes of Israel. And so, therefore, we see that she has become blessed or been called blessed. And they're saying, listen, I pray that you are blessed by being fruitful like Rachel and Leah. May she become like them. In fact, they even say we wished Ephrathah. That means to be fruitful. 
In other words, what these people were saying is they wanted her to become famous and therefore bring fame to Bethlehem. Now we can look and we can see certainly she did that. She became famous. We're reading about her. Millions upon millions upon millions of people have read about Ruth in the Bible, in the book of Ruth. And so therefore she was. And Bethlehem and Boaz also became famous through her, but she brought fame and to the town of Bethlehem. She also was a blessing because her and her family were to become like the house of Perez, they said, or Perez, as some translate it. Either way, that person was the son of Tamar, who was not a godly woman, but God still used her, and her and Judah had a child, and that was Perez, and Perez, as we read just a little bit ago, was the ancestor to Boaz. And so therefore, he was a, a person of some uh, reputation and a person of some wealth and some fortune. They're saying, hey, we want you to be famous like Perez was, like Boaz was. That's what she is saying there. Not only was she blessed, but she became a blessing. She became a blessing to many through the birth of Obed. She gives birth, and so that's what I want to shift our attention to now is what we, uh, well, let, before I, in fact, let me just back up for one second. Before we do that, let me say this. I want you to see the picture again of us as Ruth, and I want you to see what we were before we were saved, before our redemption. Now, Christ came to redeem, but until you put your faith in Jesus Christ, until you repent of your sin, until you call on him, you have not been redeemed. Unlike what some in the world want to say is, well, we're all just the children of God or we're all on our way to heaven. No, it's if you put your faith in Christ as Lord and Savior and God, and you believe on what he did in dying on the cross for you, paying the price for you, and therefore he had the marks of the Redeemer, and he had the willingness of the Redeemer, and he was willing to pay our price, and he did if you accept it, and so then you are redeemed. And so therefore, comparing to Ruth, what she was, and what she became, I want you to see what we were before redemption. Before our redemption, we were on the outside looking in, a foreigner, if you will, uh, not a child of God. We belonged to our father, the devil, the Bible says. Uh, because we were, because sin passed down, we therefore are born into the family of Satan and God, through Jesus Christ, buys us back because originally Adam and Eve belonged to him, and then they sinned. And so there now he's buying back, he's redeeming, he's paying our price. But until then, we were unbelievers. Before we got, before we got saved, we were, we were lost. We were unbelievers. We were on the outside looking in. We were a nobody. Now, by nobody, I don't mean that God did not care about us. He certainly did. But to our Satan, to whom we belonged, he doesn't care about you and me. Oh, he cares about keeping us from God. He cares about keeping us away from salvation. He cares about taking us with him to hell one day. But we're nobody to him. He doesn't care about us. He hates us. But God loves us, but we were a nobody. We were poor and we were helpless, just like Ruth. 
There is nothing we can do to earn salvation. There is nothing we can do to remove ourselves from the control of Satan, from the control of sin, and put ourselves in God's family. Nothing, and of ourselves. We fall short of the glory of God, the Bible says. All we like sheep have gone astray. And so therefore, we've all gone astray and sinned. We don't want anything to do with God before we're saved. But even if we could say, well, I want to get over there, we can't. The chasm is too far. The bar is too high. And so therefore, we are poor and we are helpless and we can do nothing like Ruth to change our condition. And we're hopeless because no matter how good we want to be, no matter how hard we want to try, we'll never be able to change our circumstance and the fact that we are lost and dead in our sin if it were not for Jesus Christ. And so therefore, we were like Ruth before she was redeemed. See the picture there? See the similarities there? See the comparison there? Now, what we became in Christ when we were redeemed. So therefore, just like Ruth, we became family. No longer were we on the outside looking in. Now we've been adopted in through the redemption of the blood of Jesus Christ, and we receive the adoption of sons or sons and daughters, and therefore we are a, adopted into the family of God, and we're a child of the King the king of the universe, the king of creation, the king of everything, that's what we are adopted into, that family. We are bought back with a price, and we are adopted in. And the beautiful thing about adoption in the Bible is that a, a, a child that was adopted could never be disowned. And you and I can never be disowned, but we belong to the king. We are believers by faith, just like Ruth became. And we are the bride of Christ. Just like she became the bride of Boaz, we are the bride of Christ. That's us. When we become believers, we are the church. And one day, God is going to send Jesus Christ back, Jesus Christ back to redeem us and to take us, or he has redeemed us, but to take us on with him to heaven to be where he is. And we are, therefore, the bride of Christ. We're also the joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We are joint heirs with him, and we're blessed by the grace of God, just like Ruth was, and we become a blessing to others. We're blessed by the grace of God and the fact that we can be saved. We're blessed by the grace of God and the fact that we live our lives, and even though we still fall and fail, we're no longer slaves to sin. We're no longer under the judgment of sin. Yes, we have consequences when we do sin, but we're no longer under that bondage, no longer under that punishment, that penalty of sin. Our sins are forgiven. So we're blessed, blessed by the grace of God, and like with Obed, we can become a blessing to others. A blessing to others. See the similarities there. See the comparison there. And now lastly, I want you to see in Obed a promise of what is to come. A promise of what is to come. Now, I've already shown you what we are to become, but I want you to see this picture of Obed, and I want you to see what he was and, and how God ushered in the Messiah through Ruth and Boaz and Obed. Through Obed, or Obed became a blessing to Ruth and Boaz. Ruth was childless. 
And as far as we, any indication, Boaz also had no children, but now they were blessed. In Bible times, children were considered a blessing. Other nations would abort their babies or sacrifice their children to their gods, kill their children. Israel was to be different, and they did not do that. And the children not only perpetuated the nation, but also was a blessing and a treasure to the family. And so therefore, Ruth or Obed was a blessing to Ruth and Boaz. But Obed was also a blessing to Naomi. Obed was a blessing to Naomi. It says right here, as we read on down, we see that they talk about what a blessing this child was to Naomi. It restored her family name and her family reputation. We see that, verse 14, the women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that's Obed, and his name may be famous in Israel, and he was, but he shall be unto thee a restorer of life. A restorer of life. He restored the family name. The, the Naomi's name, the name of her husband Abimelech, would have been gone if it had not been for Boaz redeeming, and then now this child Obed coming in. Therefore, a, a descendant of Elimelech and Naomi. And so therefore, the family name and reputation was restored, but also her vitality in her life was restored. You know, I think the, the, the picture that we need to see here is with grandchildren with their grandparents. And a grandparent that gets a, a, a burst of energy from that child, a little bit. Now, after a while, it'll wear off. But a little bit of that energy from that child can invigorate that grandparent. And so that's the idea here is that it was a restore of life. And this woman who had renamed herself Bitter, Mara, now was being blessed and, being, and, and her name was a blessing because of this child, Obed. I want you to see Obed was not just a blessing to Ruth and Boaz, and Obed was not just a blessing to, uh, to Naomi, but also a blessing to where he lived, Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Now again, Understand a blessing because he was the grandfather of David. We saw that already. We saw Obed is the father of Jesse and the father of David. That means the father of Jesse and the grandfather of David because Jesse was David's father. And so therefore we see that that city of Bethlehem became famous for a couple of reasons. And namely, David, King David, and then later... King Jesus, well, Jesus Christ born to Bethlehem and one day will be King Jesus. He is king, but one day he will be crowned as king. And therefore, because of David and because of Jesus Christ, that became a blessing to Bethlehem and also a blessing to Israel because of David and Jesus. Israel was redeemed or Israel became is famous because of being God's chosen people, but also Israel who turned away from God through Jesus Christ, one day their eyes will be opened. And because of David, king of the, the son, David, Israel became great, and because of Jesus, Israel can be saved. It's a blessing to Israel. But it's not just a blessing to Israel because the New Testament teaches us, and also we've seen in the Old Testament, that salvation 
is also for the Gentile, not just the Jew. The Gentile, that's most of you and me. And I'm telling you now that the blessing to the whole world because of Obed, because of what we just read and the fact that Obed was the father of Jesse, who was the father of David. And as I hope that you know, or I'll teach you today, David is the great, 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 great grandfather to Jesus Christ. And so therefore, Obed was an ancestor to Jesus Christ. And through that lineage came the Messiah. And that Messiah came and he was born in Bethlehem, the city of David, the city of Ruth and Boaz, the city of Obed. And so therefore, that's why that city is, uh, has the reputation that it does, even though it was a little town. It was where Jesus was born. It's where Jesus was, was, was first born. It's where David was born and from. And one day the whole world, all who will be saved, are only saved because of Jesus Christ. Therefore, because of Obed, that child came through his lineage, and therefore Obed is a blessing to the whole world, just as Israel is a blessing to the whole world. Remember going back to Abraham. Remember how God's promise to Abraham was that in you will be blessed and you and your descendants will be a blessing to the whole world. And you will all people be blessed because of Israel and because Jesus was sent through the Hebrew nation. Oh, my friends, what a picture we see of redemption. What a picture of Jesus Christ to come we see. What a picture of the kinsman redeemer, which is the Messiah, that we see. What a picture of the blessings that come because of the Messiah that we see. And I pray that you've seen this along with me, this beautiful, beautiful story, this beautiful picture of grace, this beautiful picture of mercy, this beautiful picture of salvation and redemption and the Messiah that would come and now has come. And I pray that you would know him. I pray that you would know Jesus Christ, that this story would not go by without you understanding that there was a Messiah that came through the lineage of David to reign on the throne, and he's coming again one day. And I pray that you would be ready by turning to him and calling on him and repenting of your sin and living for him by faith. Oh, my friend, what a blessing this story is, what a blessing Ruth and Boaz are, what a blessing Obed was, what a blessing Jesus Christ is, and what a blessing we can be to be the ones that tell others of the good news of the gospel. Oh, the blessings of Ruth and Obed that we see in this story. I pray that you've seen it with me. I pray that you know that you're saved. If not, would you please let me know? Would you please contact me? Would you please just find somebody that can tell you how that you can be saved? And I'm going to tell you now, by repenting of sin and believing on the Messiah that came in Jesus Christ and putting your faith in Him and saying, He is God and He paid my price and that's the only way to heaven. And oh God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I sinned. I'm sorry that I'm a sinner. I'm sorry that I cannot get to heaven on my own. But you are the only way. And will you forgive me of my sin? And I promise you that if by faith you say those words and believe it in your heart, he will. Oh, won't you learn from the story of Ruth? Let's pray. Father, I pray that you'd be with us today. And Father, I pray that there might be somebody today that hears this message and will turn to you. But Father, that we as a people would see this picture 
of redemption in the Old Testament. And God, that you would help us to know you better because of it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to this message from the Word of God. At Pleasant Hill, we desire to be a help and a blessing to you. If you have any questions or prayer requests, or if we can be a help to you in your walk with God, we invite you to contact us here at Pleasant Hill by visiting our website at phbc.online. Thank you, and may God bless you.